Tonight, we press play on the last seven days and unpack the week from the cheap seats with your hosts, Melody Bracewell and Emma Holland. As we dive into the deep end of the week's events with some very special guests. Mal Dracena is back. Ed Cavalli. Plus, friend of the show, Nate Balbo is here. Now, you notice someone is missing this week, and it is interesting timing for Tim not to be here. Tim Yong-un, while I bring you the latest on our dear Supreme Leader, Kim Yong-un. This feels dangerous. <laughs> I don't know about this. Yeah, well, if I'm not here next week, you'll know I've been kidnapped. <laughs> 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 Tim is fine. Tim will be back soon. Yeah, um, and tributes are already flowing in. He has done enormous damage uh, to the democratic world and in particular to the United States. Yes. <laughs> so it is suspicious. Tim isn't here right when a big job is opened up. Today I will again visit Government House and resign as Premier and member for Mulgrave, effective 5pm tomorrow. Wishing Premier McDonald all the best <laughs> in the future. No, seriously, how are people responding? It's not a great legacy, but you've got to admire the man and his career. I don't, I don't admire the outcomes of that career or the legacy that it has left for this country and the rest of the free world. <laughs> no, Tim is away at school holidays and he's at home playing Roblox. <laughs> He'll be back soon. Lots to get through. That was, of course, that clip was about Rupert Murdoch retiring. Uh, and there's one word you don't want to stop halfway through. Of course, he's also 92 years old, and there's a debate on this in this country, <laughs> we the age of leaders. You said it. <laughs> Look, it's, let's get into the week, and it's been a week of strikes. A strike at a northern suburb's chicken factory. Yes. Oh. <laughs> uh, they were out in full force. The site virtually shut down as a 1,000 workers here and in WA sent a message to their bosses. Their message is waka waka AA. I don't know who let them go free range, but. <laughs> Why did the chicken cross the picket line? <laughs> Look, it got Shervo asking the tough questions. If Ingham's doesn't come to the table later on tonight, and this continues, this strike, I love a zinger stacker. Will I not be able to go to KFC and buy one? Is that how bad this is? <laughs> That's so cute, he thinks it's real chicken. <laughs> Thoughts. Thoughts and prayers for Shiva. It's not looking finger-looking good, so, <laughs> you know, it's really tough. But the biggest protest this week... A Goodwood grandmother's bizarre protest to save a large gum tree from being cut down has fallen on deaf ears. Not deaf, just didn't have their hearing aids on. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but how did it go? The trophy defence to get it to get closer to the tree. By then, police had seen enough and took her car keys. She needed them for a swingers party later on. So. <laughs> I love how she's processing the environment by driving her car. Yes. <laughs> Look, it left her with no choice. I can't go anywhere without the car keys. She did attempt to get them back. Frustrated and stranded, the retired music teacher tried to coax police into returning them with a car horn symphony. Beethoven's Ode to Joy. <laughs> a bit of Mozart. <laughs> Barbara of Seville, Seville, Seville Rossini. <laughs> 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 
No wonder Beethoven went deaf. Um, <laughs> moving on, it was a special night for the AFL last night. The Brownlow. And Channel 9's Tony Jones was there a little bit early and he struggled to find things to talk about. OK, well, we might actually just have a look at the uh, finishing touches being put down there. They're, they're uh, rolling it up as opposed to... That's the uh, excess red carpet. And you can see it's a lot wider this year too, I must admit. It has in previous years probably been about that length, maybe about four or five metres wide. But uh, as you can see now, it's very wide, isn't it? <laughs> Four or five metres, did he yes, say? Yeah. Five metres. <laughs> it does look bigger when there's no one there. <laughs> but people did eventually arrive on that red carpet. And this will be the first thing I look at when the AFL does its review, because what they've done is they've had to put it over a speed hump here in the driveway, <laughs> and uh, once they saw a number of people stumbling as they went down this dip... Just stick a booby trap on there. <laughs> but did it not slow them down? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's all about the fashion. I'm hearing Crown's very own wardrobe department where tonight over 500 staff are rostered Ooh. on to bring you the brown leg. <laughs> All eyes were on who the players brought as their plus one. He was just one of the kids at home bringing over washing, expecting meals. Is he dropping by for meals, dinners? Is he bringing washing? You made your way back to Adelaide this year for mum's cooking. Oh, I love the fact that a few of the players decided to bring along their mums and didn't we discover that a few of them need to learn how to cook and clean already? <laughs> his mum's got a bit of cleaning up to do after yes. that. <laughs> <laughs> the ceremony itself, it's a prestigious event. Port Adelaide D. Houston, three votes. West Coast B. Richmond. <laughs> Richmond and Bolter, one vote. very popular in high school. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> and the winner was Lucky Neil, who had a heartwarming speech. I, um, I'm sort of done, I think. I'm, I'm exhausted. I need to get to bed. Beautiful. Congratulations, Lockie. And as the season comes to an end, there's been highs and lows. <laughs> was one of the umpires, so yeah, I'm not supposed to be biased. Yes, let's get an expert to weigh in. First to you, four years ago, the Giants beat Collingwood in the prelim final. Uh, deja vu, or the pie's going to be too hot tonight? Yeah, it's going to be interesting, Chev. I love a zinger too, by the way. Good choice <laughs> for you. Talking about the AFL, stay on top. Loves eh? a hot pie too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Collingwood fans were keeping it classy. Super fan Amy celebrated in the MCG car park with a bottle of Bollinger. Hey! We have taste too. We have the best taste, actually, because that's why we're Collingwood supporters. Nothing says taste like drinking wine in a car park. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, it's actually only called Passion Pop if it's from the Passion region of France. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, amazing. Yeah, yeah. wow. Well, that's a good fact. Um, fans headed straight for the MCG. With some minor detours. Thousands of Victorians there screaming and cheering them on. So I reckon you will definitely be one of them screaming on excited. Yes. <laughs> Look, it's been a long time since the Lions were in the Grand Final. Social media didn't exist, there were no iPhones, Beyonce hadn't even gone solo yet. Mm. <laughs> A reference all AFL fans can resonate with. <laughs> and I wasn't even born, so... In 2004? Yeah, I'm all right. really young. <laughs> 
Well, Channel 9's Jacob Chico put himself on the line reporting live from Caxton Street. Mia Loud might be an understatement. Jesus. I mean, there's so much noise here. Oh. Broncos! 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 Marty, Marty Brisbane! Marty, Marty Brisbane! Broncos! 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 Marty, Marty Brisbane! Go the Broncos, you Broncos! You heard it right there. <laughs> I said a bit of myself. Look, it wasn't just the Broncos fans he had to deal with. You can see behind me. Up the Waz! Up the Waz, indeed. Yes, up the Waz, indeed. Now, that's the Warriors slogan, up the Waz, and the Broncos slogan is a little less catchy. Let's go, Broncos! Woo-woo, woo-woo-woo-woo! <laughs> When you had the car horn in, it really just pulls it together. The Today Show got an exclusive interview. One thing you always find when you come to one of these days, a mullet. And I found a very healthy looking one here. Give us a look, Reef. Shake it out. Oh, there we go. I don't know why she needs the microphone to <laughs> interview the mullet. You heard it here first. Yes. <laughs> um, it's all about making noise for your favourite team. Let me take you for a quick look. This is Frank, one of the drivers. Frank, give us a horn. Give us a bit of a toot toot. Ooh. Oh, no, oh, no yeah. toot toot. <laughs> but here are the beautiful oh, seats. Look, let's get someone else to have a go at that too. There we go. Yeah, yeah, we're going to take yeah. a break. Back with more on the Jinx intro. <laughs> tribute for Tim. I suspect he's telling his friends that uh, he wanted to go when he'd seen everything. He's obviously still in good health. He's got a new girlfriend. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, he had an old girlfriend? <laughs> it's hard to balance a job and his two families, so... <laughs> but we do want to say a very special thanks to our friends at Subway! Yes. That's right. Get a feel-good combo delivered to your door on the Subway app. It, it comes with usually comes with a, a Subway foot long and. Bon <laughs> 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 appetit! Thanks so much, Subway. Thank you for brief. Let's move on. Our political editor Chris Mason is there for us, and we can speak to Chris now. Morning. Uh, I think Chris is uh, actually right now talking to someone else by the look of it. <laughs> His new girlfriend. <laughs> it's been a huge week for the royals. King Charles has made history becoming the first British monarch to address the French Senate. Uh, and Camilla? The Queen tried her hand <laughs> at ping pong. <laughs> Let's see some of that athleticism in action. <laughs> Uh, Prince William was also out and about. Last Prince William in New York City. We're live to our reporter next. And methamphetamine rules. <laughs> That's Beautiful. your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Journalist uh, Kirsten Drysdale named her baby methamphetamine rules mm -hmm. to test out the rules of naming a child in Australia. She popped up on a current affair. So in your arms right now is baby meth. Um, <laughs> can we get a closer look? Oh. I'll try. He's a very um, snoozy little boy at the moment. I'll try and wake him up a little. 
I know one way to wake him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, and customs say he weighed in at a beautiful 2,500 grams. Oh, wow, that is stunning. That is stunning. <laughs> this week saw... On to other news now. This week saw the start of the Melbourne Royal Show and an interesting opening on Nine News. Thanks for joining us on this special edition of Nine News, live from the Melbourne Royal Show. <laughs> Real <laughs> hoping to be the first on a tragedy scene there. <laughs> <laughs> through hell for you people. <laughs> Still, though, a lot of important news to get through. An inquiry into Australia's COVID response has been launched today. OK. Yep. We may have doctored that footage slightly. <laughs> this COVID inquiry is serious. Residents in the Riverina say the probe needs to go deeper. <laughs> I think the probe's gone deep enough. <laughs> it's not the first Royal Commission inquiry. I think pandemic preparedness is key here, and that's that's what's important because, I mean, we've had Royal Commissions in this country for lesser things. You know, if we go back to 1904, there was an inquiry into butter. Mm. Pantry or fridge, it was a tough one. <laughs> uh, and the results, we can't believe it's not. <laughs> you know, this butter conspiracy, you won't believe how far it spreads. Look, <laughs> This inquiry comes as flu cases surge in hospitals. And in newsrooms. Been quite a big surge late in the season. Dr Ginny Mansberg uh, spoke to Sunrise earlier around <laughs> vaccination rates, which might be driving up. Sorry, George, I just sneezed during your cross, which was not appropriate for that subject, but anyway, apologies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was appropriate. You should have seen her during the baby myth story. She was <laughs> into character. Heading to the Melbourne Royal Show, though, where reporter Madeline Spark has her hands full. If you are thinking of heading to the show this weekend, it's probably the one time of the year you can be totally surrounded by adorable baby animals. Now, that lamb was being a bit of a diva, so we've swapped for something a little more quiet. <laughs> the silence of the lambs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and what did she end up doing with all these cute animals? Hello again from the Melbourne Royal Show. The show gets bigger and better each year. Lamb learn not to be such a diva. <laughs> Channel 10's Jade Kotick showed just how cuddly and friendly animals at the show can be. Suburbs across the Dandenongs and in the Yarra Valley, there was a drizzle in the CBD at about 1pm, but it has been dry here at the Pigmington <laughs> Showgrounds. <laughs> It's risky when the animals start tenderising themselves. <laughs> There's so much to do at the Melbourne Royal Show. There's a lot of free activities this year too. You can come and pet the animals, you can milk the cows. Pet the dinosaurs, milk the clowns, all sorts of stuff. <laughs> that reporter there was Tegan Dolling from 7 News and I think she's relieved just to have a break. The cheap and fun ways to come and enjoy the show. Love it, Tegan. All week we've sent you out on crime stories, murders and stabbings <laughs> and shootings and today you there with Farmer Daryl, Sprinkles nice and the Smoochie family. How delightful. <laughs> <laughs> so nice of the murderers to take a day off so she can go to the fair. <laughs> I just hope next week she's reporting live from therapy because that does look tough. Look, I have been watching Tegan's crime reports and uh, this next story, don't worry, by the way, before I go into it, everyone was fine, no one was injured, but I'm not sure if she's a reporter or a real estate agent. Yeah, hi, Nat. I can count at least 20 shots that have been fired into this home here in Craigieburn in a really, really nice area. I have it here at Craigieburn. It's a beautiful residential area and it is a drive-by shooting here in Craigieburn. It's actually a beautiful area. This looks like quite a prestigious area. A lot of beautiful houses out here. It's incredibly worrying because this is actually quite an affluent area here at Craigieburn. A lot of two-storey mansions in this area. Just 
want to show you the house that has been targeted. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a beautiful three-bedroom, two-bathroom yes, with city views. Sometimes bullet holes help with their indoor-outdoor flow. Mm. <laughs> it's a fixer-upper, but it's time. Speaking of crime, it is time to step into the station because it's... Audience, you have the right to remain silent. <laughs> Any laughs you do may be used against you as evidence to continue doing this segment. <laughs> we start in Perth. Most of us like listening to music in the car, but this driver has taken it to a new level, filmed strumming and driving. It's so sad to see Jason Mraz lose his licence. <laughs> Plays an instrument, yeah. has a car, saves some pussy for the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, hide your standards. <laughs> well, what happened to the driver? This driver in Perth playing the guitar, both hands on the instrument, nothing on the steering wheel. The footage has been passed on to... Jason Derulius! <laughs> Right. Some people will do anything not to listen to Nova. I, I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Only three seats left in his car as well. Who wow. will he pick? <laughs> Let's now head to Adelaide. The top cop came out yesterday saying that Adelaide is one of the safest states in the country. Not a state. <laughs> <laughs> They're saying Craigieburn is one of the most beautiful states in the country. <laughs> beautiful houses there. Yeah. Even, even crime won't visit Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> it was crying there, it's just half an hour behind. Oh, so. <laughs> it's catching up. Uh, staying in Adelaide, though. Two thieves have lost more than they gained after leaving behind their cat during a bungled robbery at Fulham Gardens. The cat was charged with breaking and entering and then wanting to get go out again and then <laughs> immediately trying to enter. <laughs> Look, people are being urged to be vigilant when they're filling up their cars. I've pulled into a service station, engines still running, my windows are down and I just need to send a really quick text to a friend. <laughs> but now it's too late. I'm already the prime target. The prime target of a rogue cameraman. You've got to watch out. Don't <laughs> be careful. Residents are being urged to claim their lost belongings. In the last six months, we've received about 10,500 items. Maybe on bus stops, but also on our buses. You know, people are getting excited to hop off the bus and leaving their wallet behind. Yeah. And their skeleton playing the guitar. <laughs> That, that is what happens if you strum and drive, everyone, so that is just a warning. Mm. And thieves should be careful because police are on high alert. They don't miss a beat. And take those weapons off the street. All right, and what sort of impact do you think that'll have um, eventually and what sort of time frame you're working on there? Can I just get you to repeat that question, please? No, look, uh, we've run out of time anyway. <laughs> Perfect. And that was... To take us through it, would you please welcome our very own cultural correspondent from Nova FM, it's Mel Tresina! Welcome, Mel. Welcome to Girls' Night! Girls' Night! Oh, girl power! <laughs> We're like Destiny's second cousins. <laughs> <laughs> What have you been watching this week, Mel? All right, let's start with My Kitchen Rules, where this season the cooks are getting high praise from the judges. 
Claudine and Anthony, for dessert, you gave us tiramisu. This is exactly like my grandmother would have cooked it. She couldn't cook. <laughs> she also never said that she loved him, so it's a sore And the love the contestants have for each other is really starting to shine through. They've made it clear that they know how to cook for large amounts of people. Combine that with the advice of the judges and you have some really good food. Mm. Can um, you please stop doing that, Marcus? Does it really? Oh, yeah, is, you, is this your how, knees right next to mine, and you hit me every single time. You know what? It helps okay. me emphasize. I like okay. to my hands. Just keep your knee okay? away from me, yeah, then. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but thankfully, the married couples are there to bring the warmth that really defines the show. Did you grow rabbits or breed them? You grow your own. You grow rabbits. You grow your own. Oh, food, I thought you breed don't rabbits. Don't you? You grow your own cows. You grow your own rabbits. I don't think so. Well, you can all go and get. <laughs> Which, ironically, is breeding. So, kind of wins. What was the slogan underneath their names? Married battlers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The farmer wants a divorce. Uh, now, is it just me or is contestant Claudine trying to send us a personal message? That puts you boys on the bottom. Well, let's see how the night goes. <laughs> let's not call it too early. Gatecrasher. Yes. Quiet down in the cheeks, right, okay? Oh, she knows her watches. Nothing against people who crash the cheap seats. Yeah. I think it's fine and cool to do. Uh, the block continues on Channel 9, and this week contestant Brett took issue with being filmed waking up every day. You know wake-ups are a part of the block, though? I didn't, and I didn't expect it to be every day. You didn't know that there were wake-ups as part of the block. Have you watched the show? Not much. <laughs> Finally, a contestant I have something in common with. <laughs> and we know Eliza and Liberty are on the hunt for love, but it's Scott Cam who's being the most flirty. If you got three tens and a win, which is 40k, you'd be back on track. We would. It'd save and, us. And, and I feel there's a ten in this room. Oh. <laughs> Shelly's unsure. Yeah. He's a bit of an I... 11 without the high vis, though. Yeah. <laughs> While it's a building show, I do have some questions about what's going on in this house. So while we're all admiring the massive curved shaft... Oh! <laughs> Was that that guy? <laughs> he didn't realise they were filming in the mornings. <laughs> I think that's the ten in the room, just quietly. Okay. Uh, to Shark Tank, where last week we met an AI genius, or did we? Next to face the sharks is 49-year-old schoolteacher James King, who is looking to teach some of the sharks a thing or two about AI. What was the question? I've forgotten the question. <laughs> Even his intelligence is artificial. <laughs> uh, but more importantly, what did the sharks think? What I have a problem with is your presentation. It may have been one of the worst presentations we've seen. Shark Tank, where even they don't like what they're watching. <laughs> he does pictures just like his grandmother used to do. <laughs> she can't speak. <laughs> uh, Seven Mate has a new show called Outback Farm, which sounds like every other show on Seven Plus. <laughs> this one follows the lives of six adults and three kids living on a remote farm in the Northern Territory. It's two hours away from the nearest town, making life quite difficult. I've just realised, forgot to get the meat out so I don't know what I'm gonna make for dinner and I can't just pop to the shop or get Uber Eats. Oh, no. 
I think we know what we're having for dinner. <laughs> Why does the cranberries are ripening? It's <laughs> handy. Now, Miranda is the farm's caretaker. That was Miranda. And it's her job to look after the garden. But I think she might be overselling her job just a little bit. There's a fine science to putting out sprinklers. <laughs> yeah, that's physics in action right there. <laughs> now, Kim Kardashian has starred in the latest episode of American Horror Story, which, funnily enough, was the original title of her reality show. <laughs> and judging by this dialogue, she's playing herself. Then tell the Daniels to suck my clit. She's not missing a press day for a fucking commercial shoot. It's exhausting being better than everyone. You know, it's reminding me of you in our production meetings now. <laughs> <laughs> Never thought I've related to Kim more in my life. <laughs> now, after being axed last year and then renewed again, Neighbours has returned to our screens at the convenient time of 4.30 in the afternoon. Wow. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to check out the series because you have a job, uh, let's see whether the show looks any different. Neighbors, everybody needs good yeah, it looks like home and away now. So. <laughs> now, the big excitement around the series return is having former OC star Misha Barden on the show. Now, she plays a mysterious Lasseter's hotel guest who has an affair with one of the hotel's much younger staff members. What? What's wrong? Why didn't you tell me who you are? <laughs> it's okay, most people his age don't know who she is either. I couldn't tell if that was part of the scene or if he was just checking his lines in his script. <laughs> I think he was reading the script to see when her character is killed off. <laughs> Pretty sure it's a drowning at Erinsborough Beach. <laughs> <laughs> Neighbours might have returned, but someone who didn't return this week was Tim, who had this message for us after not showing up to work today. Well, you can all go and get <laughs> Yes, yeah. Perfect. And that's why we can ask an entertainment. <laughs> in sport to get us up to speed. Would you please welcome Ed Cavalier. Nice to be here. Thank you so much. Uh, Mel and Emma, uh, great to be here with a couple of married battlers like yourself. <laughs> which is, and it's great to be here on Channel 10 and our streaming service, Paramount Plus. <laughs> Paramount Plus, yes. uh, of course, look at so which now, for some reason, started sponsoring my favourite soccer team in the world, uh, Inter Milan, which we can see here, is now... Look at that. They spot Paramount Plus. Oh. Our streaming service sponsors my favourite soccer shirt. Yeah, your shirt doesn't have the logo on it. <laughs> yeah, you can pay more to have it removed. Uh, <laughs> like a suspicious mole, which is my nickname for Megan Markles. All right, here we go. <laughs> Big week in sport. Yes. Rugby World Cup disaster. Mm -hmm. We've got AFL and NRL grand finals. Yes. Ange Postacoglu, as you know, Emma. Yes. Please, Phil, what's he doing? He's he's having the best week. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is so true. Yeah. He's doing a great job for Spurs in the EPL. Now, the Aussie Oscar Piastri, he's got his first podium at the Grand Prix, but that's not the biggest sport story in sport this week. The biggest story in sport this week is that Taylor Swift went to an American football game, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. So brave. So brave of her. Because there's rumours that she's dating an NFL player. Yes, that's right. Yes, and it was much to the disappointment of 10 News First reporter Lachlan Kennedy. So she was in the box there with his mum. Yep. 
and this video of them leaving together. It's yeah. done. She's done? off the market. Done. I am heartbroken. Edge, thank you so much. You're also married. That too. <laughs> I never stopped anyone around here before. Now, <laughs> the rumours are is that she's dating a Kansas City tight end Travis Kelsey. I mean, it's an amazing love story. Yeah, Can you believe the Chiefs, it? The Kansas, City. Kansas City Chiefs, that's exactly right. Can you believe it? This is, this is amazing for Taylor, that mm -hmm. she's got together with the second biggest star in the NFL a week before she's got a movie coming out. What a coincidence. <laughs> now, she's in the footage there uh, with Travis Kelsey's mother there, and she said, do you know what she said to her? They had lip readers there. Um, Hello, Mrs Kelsey, my name's Taylor. I'm dating your son. Could you point out which one he is, please? <laughs> oh. She's the country Kardashian. Now, the, the NFL, I know that NFL games are long, but did you know that the game is so long, by the end of it, she'd already released a breakup song about him. <laughs> Unbelievable stuff. It's a good thing that Taylor Swift fans won't care and won't be on yeah. the Twitter, Can I right? say, I, I am at Tim McDonald. Yeah. <laughs> now, this is all part of a... Because they've had the writer's strike, which has just stopped, guys, so they can't promote things. So what the stars have been doing is they've been going to sporting events all around uh, America, basically. And so Selena Gomez was at an MLS game, a uh, Major League Soccer game, that Lionel Messi was playing at LAFC versus Inter-Miami, and it looks as though it might have been the first goal she's ever seen. This was from Gomez... And I would have put my money on it. That ball's hitting the back of the net. And Selena Gomez can't believe what her eyes just pulled. Either that or she's just seen Emma try and do a trick with the cup. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> So, LAFC, uh, it was star-studded event. These are all now star-studded events. So much so that LAFC put out a, a list of attendees uh, at the Inter-Miami game. So, if we have a look there, so Will Ferrell's on the list. Look at that. Uh, Liam Gallagher, Selena Gomez. Uh, you can see there uh, uh, Tom Holland. Now, Bobo from Cypress Hill is there, Emma. I know you'll be excited about that. His name's ahead of Prince Harry's, which tells you where Prince Harry's at these days. And you'll see Prince Harry is there and Meghan Markle is there down the bottom. Their name's not together because, of course, they're not sitting together. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> that's also a list of uh, who Taylor Swift's planning to date next, so that's wow. exciting. That's great. Now, the biggest celebrity sporting match of the week is, let's check back in. There they are. <laughs> They're still at it. It's so hard to play when you've got hooves. But <laughs> Rumours that Camilla and Taylor Swift might have a thing. Wow. How does Queen Elizabeth seem more lifelike than those two? <laughs> but, all right, now, to your sport, the NRL. Oh, classic. <laughs> Up the wires. There we go. <laughs> now, the Panthers meet our lot, Brisbane. Mm -hmm. We are both Queenslanders. We are both Queenslanders. Your favourite Brisbane Bronco being? Uh, the horse. <laughs> <laughs> Reese Walsh, the eyelashes of a Frisian cow. So true. And the steel blues to go with it. Yes. Oh, that's great stuff. Yeah. Uh, so it's Penrith Panthers versus the Broncos in the grand final this weekend. And NRL legend Sam Thiday reckons he has cracked the code to the Broncos' on-field success. Now, I, uh, I did a little interview this week and I, I said that you were part of a, a fantastic trio. Team Neapolitan. You're the strawberry ice cream. Payne Huss is the chocolate. And uh, Paddy Carrigan is the vanilla. Who's the most important in that relationship there? <laughs> uh, Sam Thayday failed a concussion test after that question. <laughs> to the AFL and a big week for the Pies and the Lions as they... The Lions! The Lions! Brisbane! Oh my God. Now, it could have been the thing the AFL did not want. 
of course, Melbourne based. They can pretend it's not, but it is. GWS, Greater Western Sydney uh, versus Brisbane at a grand final in Melbourne, which they did not want. But Collingwood, thankfully, uh, beat the Giants. But the Giants fans, how dare you? People say they don't have any fans. No, 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 no. The Giants fans, they were all there at the preliminary final. They are the only fan base that can all rock up in the same Uber. But they were there. <laughs> they were there, Mel, yes. and they were passionate. OK, come on. Now, we've been trying to find Giants supporters to sing the song. Come on, give us a version. Come on, go. <laughs> you don't know the song. <laughs> it's such a good song. How do they not know it? What is the song? You've really put yourself in it now. We're yeah. going to... There's a big, big sound fence again. In the set of the mighty giants. You sound... Yeah, that's amazing. Thank you. Chair just turned yeah. around. That was amazing. You sound like Taylor Swift trying to get Travis Kelsey's mother to know who she is. <laughs> what do you know about bad blood? All right, now, the most popular club in the AFL is Collingwood. That is just the way it is. And they're in the grand final and they want to use this as a way to finally get rid of an old stereotype about their fans. As far as I'm concerned, everybody that sits around me, we all have our teeth, so I don't believe the cheer squad doesn't have teeth. <laughs> Yeah, now you're just showing off. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know that Collingwood, they don't have a list of celebrities at their games. They've got a list of fans who are on day release, which is exciting. <laughs> now, they've got, they've got all their teeth, but what are they willing to do to get the pies home? I'll bleed black and white. I'll cut my right arm off, Collingwood, to win the premiership. <laughs> I'll cut my right arm off for Collingwood to win the premiership. That's dedication, and that's not the only body part they're keen on. Would you be anywhere else? Nowhere else. I'm going to see my... I'm going to see the big cocks tonight. Wow. <laughs> it's also what Taylor said at the NFL. <laughs> Let's see what Selena thought of that one. And Selena got oh, <laughs> oh, Before we go, should we check back in with the world's biggest sporting event? Absolutely. And they're away. We're going to take a break. Would you please thank Ed Cavalier? Through all things music news, would you please welcome comedian and friend of the show, Nate Valdo? Hello. Hello. Yes, I am here to talk about music, big fan, and it's such a huge week because Kylie's back on top, NSYNC are back, Blink 182 are back, this jacket's back, the 90s are back, baby! <laughs> third umpire on the jacket, but the rest of it... <laughs> this is actually Tim's. Yes. <laughs> for, uh, for anyone in their late 30s like I am... Oh, you oh look so God. good. Wow. Thank you. you can hardly see the Thank Botox. <laughs> God, it's like you've never met a gay man before. So for us in, the, in our late 30s, the 90s was just blue light discos, feeding your Tamagotchis and watching late night movies on SBS to see some nudity. Um, most of the 90s, uh, for most of the 90s, I was in high school and humble brag on the cheap seats. I was actually very cool in high school. Wow. And uh, I've bought the proof. Uh, here is a pic of me in year nine and a warning, this is not Harry Potter. Hello! 
That is my favourite Harry Potter film, a Harry Potter and his brother's hand-me-down blazer. <laughs> Let's talk about again. When you go to get your hair cut, did you need to bring the ruler with you, or...? <laughs> uh, no, it was my mum's salad bowl, yes, thank you. Okay, were you. Were you guys cool in high school? Yeah. Very sorry. <laughs> yeah. <I think> this... <laughs> Look at that angst. Uh, is that not cool? <laughs> That's, That's awesome. And this was me on... Oh, hello. <laughs> I was at my school ball with my date, who looks like he would rather be anywhere else. <laughs> you can't fake that chemistry. Yes. <laughs> Just one of those things where, you know, you'd go with your friend to the ball and then immediately go, this is weird, I hate this. Yes, that yeah. was me on any date with a girl. But yes. um, <laughs> if we can just bring that photo back up of, of Mel's boyfriend there at the time, <laughs> I can smell the Lynx Africa just yes. looking at that. <laughs> uh, let's do music news. That's what I'm being paid um, $10,000 to do. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Kylie's new album, Tension Dropped. <laughs> Kylie's new album, Tension Dropped, uh, this week. And, you know, that's gay Christmas in my house. Yes. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big, big day. Uh, this follows the huge success of her single, Padam Padam. And is she dressed as gay Santa? Is that. <laughs> There's been many TikToks dedicated to that song, but my fave Padam clip was this one of a woman doing uh, karaoke, but she didn't let a pigeon stop her from getting this Kylie hit out. I thought she would sing a song by the... The who? <laughs> the who? <laughs> if you so say I a joke, seven. I don't know if everyone heard. I said the who. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. Oh, don't don't encourage okay, it. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, moving on. <laughs> Blink one eight two, or as my mum used to say, Nathan, turn that Blink one hundred and eighty two down. <laughs> they are back and gay gossip now. Travis from Blink-182 actually married a Kardashian last year. Mm. Now, for those of you who don't know the Kardashians, Dad, um, <laughs> there's Kim Kardashian, uh, the other one, the other one, the other one, and the other one. OK. OK, yeah. sorted. Now, Travis and the other one got married in Italy. <laughs> Keep up. Yep. Lovely mm. wedding. Now, sad news. Actually, it's not really sad. It's really old news. But the Kardashian father, Robert, passed away many years ago, but it didn't stop Trav asking him for his daughter's hand. And then he said that he went to her dad's grave and asked him. So and incredible. I, yeah. It was kind of... Okay, don't cry. Oh. <laughs> My question is, did he answer? <laughs> and finally, and most importantly, very exciting. Girls, are you team NSYNC or team Backstreet Boys? I'm actually really it's, young. We really don't know. Really Sorry. <laughs> I guess, like, maybe One Direction, yeah. but they were a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. BTS. Yeah. <laughs> How humiliating for me. Whoa. NSYNC are back, which is exciting for people my age. And it was bye-bye-bye, but now they're back.
Yes, and for those of you who don't know who NSYNC are, there's Justin Timberlake, the other one, the other one, the other one, and the other one. Now, NSYNC have aged just a little bit, a bit older. They all look great, that's them there, but they are all dads now. Times have changed, and as a Cheap Seats exclusive, I actually have the track list for their new album. Keep in mind they are dads. Here's the new songs. They're called, Will You Kids Knock It Off? (laughs) I'm Gonna Turn This Car Around. I Can't Hear Myself Think. Ask your mother and my favourite, have you seen this flight tracker app? It's amazing. (laughs) That's it from me and music. Thank you. Thank you so much, Nate. Welcome back to the Chief Seat, recapping tonight's top stories. Olympic legend Kathy Freeman throws her weight behind the Yes Voice campaign. A pro wrestling match held on a Japanese bullet train. That's just my stop, if I could just squeeze through. (laughs) Look, there's heat and strong winds around and they're increasing fire danger that posed an even bigger threat to reporters here. There's also a small chlorine leak inside the building, Mm. but that so far is contained to the area. Okay, uh, (laughs) relatively good news this morning. Thanks for covering that for us, Kenny. We'll check in with you soon. I think that's called um, Hair Gel Nino. Thank you. Well, spring is here and the sound of nature is just so soothing. (laughs) Nice to see one of a current affairs more understated pieces of journalism. (laughs) Look, birds were also making headlines in the UK and the BBC couldn't get enough. Can we have a look at it again? I'm told we can. (laughs) Please. Pigeon's quite happy, though. <laughs> the pigeon's happy. But the... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sweating. <laughs> pigeon, <Yes>. pigeon. <laughs> I'm sure that guy's like, oh, that was embarrassing. I'm sure there's not multiple camera angles. <laughs> but sticking with bird news, it's time to award our. <laughs> I'm not calling a reporter a bird just because she's a female journalist. (laughs) I'm referring to the story she was covering on The Guardian. Yes, they're running a Bird of the Year competition, although I think she might be a little bit biased. So if there's any pelicans that come in that are unwell or tangled in fishing line or hooks or whatever, um, we attempt to catch it. I don't know if her method worked. What is your favourite bird? There's nothing more iconic than the classic bin chicken. Cockatoo. Eagle. Kookaburra. Eagle. Eagle. Uh, eagle. I do really like lorikeets. Properly, as you grew. Seagull. Yeah, for me, maybe a parrot. (laughs) It has to be the pelican. We got one. (laughs) Amazing work. Matilda Bosley from The Guardian. You are our... (laughs) Moving on now, there's heaps happening around the country. So I think it's time to get out our diaries. This is where we fill our schedules with all the events happening in Australia. Is that your diary, Mel? No, it's Tim's. Okay. (laughs) And you think for a guy who struggled to open a a bag of cheese, he might have a diary that's a little bit easier to open, not with a a padlock. Oh, we're in, baby. (laughs) 
Oh wow, he does not have any friends. No. There's nothing in here. Yeah. <laughs> That's really so he's bad. got a really free diary. Let's fill it up some, with some events. Well, there's plenty of spring events to get people excited. Workers erecting the marquee for the premier annual Walgorgor event, Curry Fest. Right, okay. We've got that actually pencilled in already, but only if it's a mild butter chicken. So <laughs> that's as far as he'll go. Uh, meanwhile, in Wagga. And have now made it all the way to Wagga on their national tour. I'm excited to be back in Wagga to spread joy and happiness to Wagga. <laughs> that actually is Tim, so that might crash. <laughs> Uh, you can't forget this big event, though. The Dunny Derby is a crowd favourite at Winton's Outback Festival with competitors vying for the Golden Throne. Perfect timing. They can go right after Curry Fest. Mm. So... <laughs> and that was... And that's all we have time for. We'll see you next week right here in the <laughs>